for all of you in this room uh, for making this form a success, <laughs> particularly in Prosper Africa deal room. That sounds like something that we shouldn't be saying. Proper, you know, Prosper Africa deal room. I kept asking, where's, where's the deal room? I think I'm looking at it. Uh, folks. Uh so to Africa's young leaders, I say, I am an optimist about what lies ahead for Africa and by extension for the world. Because of you, because of your energy, your ambition, and your ability to transform seemingly intractable problems into opportunities. Simply put, your ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. I thank you all. Cisco Systems and Cyber, Cyber Bastion, a diaspora-owned small business. Standing behind me are dozens of plaintiffs. Up there, don't jump. The dozens of plaintiffs. In a bicarmel, in a bipartisan uh, way, was done in a bipartisan, bicarmel way. Bicarmel, bipartisan support. To help save lives and combat COVID-19. It is December 15th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the, all my links. It has all of his socials. And without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Still and uh, folks out there across the globe, guess where I am today? Where are you? I'm at the North Pole, Stu. I'm kind of helping Santa out, uh, making sure things are running smoothly. Making sure the elves all read Rob is right every day, Stu, because it's important to have a a literate elf population. Don't you agree? Absolutely. You know, we don't want the elves to unionize against Santa. That's right. And Stu, I saw what Santa is planning to give you. He told me not to tell you, but I think you're going to have a good Christmas. Sounds good. Um. I'm wondering whether David DePap, the guy who allegedly um, hit Paul Pelosi with a hammer, I wonder if he's going to have a good Christmas, too. Um, today, there was a hearing uh, in the crooked judicial forums of San Francisco, and they played a video, Stu, videotape. But guess what? Nobody saw it. It was facing the policeman. Uh, so we don't really know what happened still, Stu. They still won't release the tape. But um, another reporter went and he um, he analyzed the audio. And when the police came in, um, one of them said, what's going on, man? And a man said, we don't know whether it's Paul P Pelosi. He's good. Now, what does that mean, Stu? He's good. Does that mean the sex was good with him? I don't know, Stu. And then it took 30 seconds after that before Paul, before DePape did anything. So this was probably the period that they walked um, back in the house towards him. Um, 30 seconds, long time, Stu, 30 seconds without explaining what your story is. I don't know. What do you think, Stu? 
it's certainly an odd story and the lack of transparency is interesting and should be noted now one of the son, one of the children of depep he said for all we know he was some sort of sex slave and um this is nebo savad sky gonzalez and he's kind of upset because he's not allowed to see his dad he doesn't think he's a danger to society even though he has had some mental health problems he talked about you know when his dad was growing up he was abused by his parents and grandparents and was really kind of devoted to not repeating that with his own kids and he said almost no person on this planet has gone through so much suffering if you look into his eyes you can see he's such a sad person and he said that his dad is progressive and not a uh, right-wing conservative uh he did note that his dad had had some mental health issues but you know had kind of recovered from those and goes on and says you know he tried to be the best father he could be he tried his best to make us happy and he just wishes he could talk to him and figure out what is going on he can't even talk to him correct uh so why is that i guess they're not allowing that no my father had a lot of political views and told me a lot of different things but he didn't subscribe to either political party democrat or republican uh and gonzalez says he is pretty sure his dad was a member of the green party so this is really interesting and we'll see what how this all plays out but i just don't know what the reality is i mean it's interesting to see the sun saying this and the sun certainly doesn't look conservative but i do wonder you know when the sun is so in such disbelief about it it really does kind of give credence to the you know conspiracy theories that have been out there and the fact that they have openly tried to prevent information about this from getting out there and i do think that is interesting you know well, Stu, the operative words, um, you know, I'm an expert at summing things up, Stu, and, 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 and solving problems and getting to a conclusion. The operative words, Stu, that you said was sex slave and couldn't see his father. Um, that works right into the narrative that this guy was over there humping on committing acts buggery with Paul Pelosi. Um you know, we know the glass was broken from the inside. Um, the fact that he can't talk to anybody and get his story out, his side of things, um, I think that shows you a lot, Stu. And we know from the tape, they wouldn't show the video, but we can hear it. Took 30 seconds before Paul Pelosi doesn't really say anything about how he feels threatened. Um, he's good. He's good. What does that mean, Stu? It means, hey, everything's cool. If everything's, if he's an intruder, how can he be good? Uh, Paul Pelosi would say, hey, I have an intruder in my house. A guy broke in. He broke, he broke the window, but he's good. So, Stu, we're going to find out more about this. 
Moving on, Stu, um, a couple things. As, um, Sam Bankman-Fried, um, you know, he's in jail, in a Bahamian jail, and apparently it's a real hellhole. But he told the um, the gendarmes in in the Bahamas that he couldn't go to jail because he is a vegan and he's depressed. So, Stu, if only Son of Sam had said, hey, I only eat broccoli. If Jeffrey Dahmer had a said, you know, I'm a vegan. All I eat is spinach. Or Charles Manson, you know, after he cut up Sharon Tate, just told the policeman, hey, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian. None of them would have been arrested and convicted. Still, that shows you kind of the Palo Alto entitlement. I'm a vegan. You can't put me in jail. Another person who might not be having a great Christmas stew is AOC. Apparently, there was a documentary in which she's behind about climate change. And guess what, Stu? It was shown in 123 theaters nationwide. You think these people get special uh, treatment from Hollywood? Well, guess how much revenue it took in, Stu? <laughs> Out of 123 theaters, uh, $10,000. That's $80 a theater. I don't know if there's ever been a bigger bomb in the history of cinema than that. They definitely didn't advertise it. You would imagine it would have gotten some advertisement. It had to have. I didn't see anything. Yeah, well, it's probably not shown here. It's probably just shown in blue states. Uh, Anyway, Stu, that's pretty funny. Uh, what else we got? Washington Post is losing a bunch of money. Um, their subscribers have gone down 500,000 in the last year and a half or so, down to 2.5 million, and their ad revenue is down. It's no way that paper's making money. It's got over a thousand employees. And we spoke about this a couple of times the past week in some of our podcasts. A lot of these left wing journalist sites are just crashing and burning. The magazine staff for sure. We will have we'll have more information as we move forward. Thank you very much. Will you decided. 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 Jack Dorsey, um, aka Rasputin, had a long Mia culpa uh he printed today, I mean yesterday, about all the problems with Twitter, and he said he holds himself accountable. Um, but he made it all sound like it was just a big mistake. And I think he is trying to groom people to leave him alone. Uh, when the litigation comes, he's going to be like Sergeant Schultz on on Hogan's Heroes. Uh, you know, I know nothing. Uh, but that's what it seemed like to me. A British MP uh, yesterday uh, was on the floor of the House of Commons. And this guy... Got balls, Stu. He might be the leading contender for the Golden Testicle Award. Madam Deputy Speaker, it's also been brought to my attention by a whistleblower from a very reliable source that one of these institutions is covering up clear data that reveals the mRNA vaccine increases inflammation of the heart arteries. 
They are covering this up in fear that they may lose funding from the pharmaceutical industry. The lead of that cardiology, cardiology research department has a prominent leadership role uh, with the British Heart Foundation and I'm very disappointed to say that, that he has sent out non-disclosure agreements to his research team to ensure that this important data never sees the light of day. This, Madam Deputy Speaker, is, is an absolute disgrace. MP's name is Andrew Bridgden, and he said that uh, Great Britain ought to suspend the vax, and he loaded it up with his uh, dis discussion with facts. And he said it's all about the money and that these foundations, uh, hospitals and such, they get so much money from big pharma, they don't want to piss them off. He said, and this is true in the United States, too, and I hadn't heard this before, but it makes perfect sense the way he phrased it. He said the government is suffering under willful blindness to protect their reputations. And I think that makes sense. I think it probably makes sense with President Trump, too, in that uh, he went overboard. And, um, you know, these people want to protect what they did. Uh, therefore, they they are afraid to look at cold, hard facts and uh, make, come to a reasonable conclusion as to what to do with those facts. Uh, the only other thing I will mention is the uh, omnibus spending bill uh, that's being debated now. It has an end date of September of 2023. And guess what? It has 7,500 earmarks already at a cost of $16 billion. Um, this is why our country is bastardized. is because these politicians are like pigs at a trough. Um, and they have to load this money in to make themselves look good to their con con constituents. In the meantime, you have massive, massive spending. Each one um, kind of goes along with what the the other one wants because there's going to be a school or a bridge named after them. There's a better way to do this, Stu. Um, it'd be better just to, you know, not have any earmarks at all uh, and have uh, the congressmen, people, persons, fight over reduced spending and you can give them 16 billion bucks because that's the a, a uh, drop in the bucket if you could actually have some real savings but because they get earmarks they agree to everybody else's spending as well in much more than earmarks and uh, it's a drain on the economy so Stu, that's what i got buddy very cool so i just have a, one quick thing i want to reference it comes out of the official page of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine. And a few days ago, they tweeted out this bizarre tweet. And it says, render unto God that which belongs to God and unto the enemy that which is of the enemy, which I guess is a take on render under Caesar. But it goes on. Beware enemy, you'll get what the witch wants. Ukrainian flag emoji, volunteers dressed as witches, sending love to our soldiers and the opposite to our enemy. And so you have like a Ukrainian woman and like a medieval outfit with like two swords, one holding fire, the other holding like a skull. And so it's four pictures of these women being witches. 
that was tweeted out by the Ukrainian <laughs> official defense page. Um, when did Ukraine uh, become Christian? I want to say maybe like the 1100s. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It looks to me like they're fairly close to their pagan past and uh, tweet like that. I know in Lithuania, they didn't, but of course that's way north, but they didn't but, um, but, uh, convert to Christianity until around 1400. It's amazing. So uh, around, it looks like it, on territory of the old Rus in Kiev, it became the dominant religion since its official acceptance in 988 by Vladimir the Great. Okay. Uh, that is a kind of bizarre image. To... It was very strange. And in light of how they've been like cracking down on the Russian they Orthodox banned, Church. Yeah, they banned the Eastern Orthodox Church or the Russian Orthodox Church. It's the same thing as the Ukrainian Church. Mm. So just very strange, and the responses were quite colorful. Uh, I can tell you that. So, if okay. people want to see what the most of the world thought of that, I highly suggest looking at the replies. There was a lot of repent. But that's all I have for you today. All right, Stan. Well, um, I'll can. Continue to monitor things here at the uh, North Pole. I'm going into the toy shop this afternoon, um, and I just want all the boys and girls to have a Merry Christmas. Sounds like a plan. Keep up the good work. All right. See ya. <laughs>